Happy Friday. It's the dose. We're back. Thanks, everybody. Came to the career fair yesterday. What a success it was. And hopefully you got some great knowledge. Of it meant some of the best teams in the state, in the country for that matter. Mark Hutchins here, Jeremy Clevin, Byron's behind the glass, and in the house again is Kenny Klaus. Thank yes, you, sir, sir, for being in again. Hey, we got we got some more days mark. too. Yes, it's about it's time Friday, I got this you know? opportunity. Go. So it's pop about this time. thing off, you know. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, finally, you, you took, finally, you took us up on the offer. Well, you know, it only took us. God knows how okay. long. It just, just shows you being persistent. You guys finally gave me the opportunity. So <laughs> we, uh, we're like the other uh, end of we're like the you. other end of the Heisman Trophy. <laughs> yeah, guy, like straight on. Uh, yeah, to the grill. I love how it's on us and not you. <laughs> yes, like that's yes, great. Of course. Way to put it. So we've been talking a lot about your farming business in general, but just farming and the importance of it and how building a business. So we were talking offline about the the difference of uh, you know a lot of agents coming in with really 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 good sales skills. They were good salespeople. They made commissions. Maybe worked for you know a lot of back in the day Xerox salespeople. Those folks came into real estate and, and had some early success. But the difference now, and where I think the that a lot of agents don't realize is you, growing a business and being a business owner. So let's talk. We're going to talk a little about the you know being a really good salesperson, but then being a really good business owner and how they're two different things. Absolutely. And as we come into real estate, we got to be both, right? If we're going to do well and have longevity. Well, and I, I think you can, you know, being in the business, you deal with a lot of contractors today in our world too, with help repairs and stuff like that. And you see them, sometimes they're really good at their craft and they're terrible business owners, like trying to get yeah. an invoice out of them or show oh, up yeah. on time or things that, you know. They're 90 days late on their invoice. I, I mean, it's, out. it's <laughs> it, and I think, I think for real estate, it's kind of the same thing. And, and, you know, I backed into it. I didn't initially go in. I was like, Hey, I just want to go try to sell some houses. And I think we have a, an industry that has a lot of successful people that sell and do a good job with the client. It's once you get they're beyond, good agents, they're good agents. Yeah. And once you get beyond that capacity to have a life along the way, which is, you know, really why we're doing this. It's just usually you see that burnout stage for people. Yeah. Then they hire out of necessity. And so whoever's their friend is or jumping around in front of them, they yep. go, Hey, let's get in business together. And there's no vision, no model behind that. And I think that's oh, here, go there, do this, do that. Yeah. yeah and, and there's just no plan. So for us, you know, for me, it was like the newsletter had to go out on the first, like I didn't realize that was actually a plan. It, it didn't, didn't have to be any sexier than that. Just it's going to go out on the first, which means by the second week of the month, I have to have all my content because by the third week has to go to, go to print to and, get yep. out. And so it just became a system without purposely calling it a system. Interestingly enough, the results started to follow. You know, year one, I did my first year in real estate. I wasn't farming. I did seven deals, then 36, started farming, took me. I got a listing on the very first newsletter we sent out. I was like, this was easy. Then that <laughs> took four or five months to sell because, remember, I was way out in East Mesa. And then I went seven months without another listing. And I will tell you a ton of quitting points along that way, thinking, is it me? Is it my message? Um, and I was still working at FedEx. And I'm thinking, is this going to, is this anything? But when I started, we had a commitment, me and my wife, that, for 12 months, we're going to do this. Put the money aside. It wasn't that it was a lot of money. It just happened to be all the money I had at the time. So right. you know, it kind of, kind of was. It kind is, of it was yeah, a yeah, lot. Yeah. Um, but I said, you know, my faith is stronger than my fear. I believe if we have a good message that I can build a business right here in our backyard where I'm not driving all. I mean, I'd been up to, you know, I'm out in East Bay. I was up to like Third Street and Bell one day doing an open house. Well, I got an hour drive up. I got 
four or five right. hour open house, but or my set, whole day shot. Down, yeah. Or, you know, a couple of months ago, probably a year ago, I set my odometer. I, I did 1.3 miles from my office and home and took two listing appointments. And I went, there's <laughs> That's efficiency. What talking about. Well, and it's efficiency for the client too, right? Of because course. you show up with that confidence. If I have to go to another area of town, it takes me a lot more time to research. And mm -hmm. a lot of times I'm like, is this the right, what I know in my area is that there's mm -hmm. different builders, there's different value yep. propositions to each. If I go somewhere else, am I, Sometimes you're over. I mean, you can still get it done, but it's just the 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 process of it. Yeah, if you're driving a mile from yeah. your house, it's like you walk in like your neighbors, anyways. Right, There's and you're that like feeling yep. and mentality. What's up, neighbor? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I live it, down the street. You, you know, can talk about just, that too, right? Yeah, hey, yeah you know, yeah. say whatever you want. Yeah. Well, and it just neighbor, you're your what? Doc Lobo, your consumer confidence. I mean, your confidence goes up, and the consumer can see that, or the homeowner Absolutely. can see it, because yeah. you're walking in, going. If they ask me about the principal, I know the school. If they ask me about the high school, I know the high school. If they want me to know about new businesses coming, I know about that. If they ask about new builders, I know about that. So, you know, you're, you're naturally, your confidence went up. And then all of a sudden, now you're like, well, now I have all this administrative paperwork. And I don't know about you guys, but most salespeople, that is not our strong. Oh, right. like, 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 let me leave the den, go kill it, bring it back. And then someone else processes it and, and let's eat. And so that vision was, you know, we had to find that person. And so that person... A seventy, um, you know, sixteen plus years wow. on the team. Love it. Met so her, important. Met her through title, but the point is, I was a hot mess, and she'd be the first to tell you is like, but she just would make me look good, and you start building out. Then I made all the mistakes that I think typically agents do, which is you know hiring people you know or friends or um, and and not really having a process to interview and, and an org chart to hire too. And man, that uh, that was a long run for me. It was trying to stumble away because I didn't really realize that I needed all that at the time. I could just will this to happen. And then you start realizing, well, to actually build a business that I can look up. And my whole goal was if I could do this for 10 years, could I have a business in this geographic mm -hmm, area? Mm -hmm. And that was the goal was how do I have an exit strategy? And I talked to my financial planner and he's like, you're one of the few that we ever have a conversation about actually having something at the end of your career that you can actually pass on to someone because it's not you anymore. It's it's about the brand in the area and you actually created a business. Not a not a referral base, but an actual business in a geographic area. Mm -hmm. And that's where we're at today is, you know, we're in our 11th year now of selling a home every single day and yet I'm not in the trenches. I'm not I'm not at every one of those appointments. But we've helped change other lives. Um, <clears throat> we're still very consistent to our farm. I mean, it'll produce, you know, 250 plus transactions a year just in the farm. Then you throw outside of that on top of it. And all of a sudden you can wake up in January and go, great, we can invest in this. We can buy a building. We can do this because you now have a, a foundation, but you can't sit stagnant. I mean, it does not, it does not afford that. We still market every month. We still spend the money. We still have the moving truck and two other wrapped vehicles. Well, it's the same reason why people ask too, like why is Coca-Cola still spending exactly. you know, fifty million dollars a month in marketing? Well, mind shares, it's, it's mind shares gone quick. You know, it's, yep. it, it's very fast. It leaves very, and especially in real estate, how fast it leaves. And if you were not doing it, yeah, people know. But think of think of the the you know call it the people that come and go from any neighborhood. And that person that they're they're gone. You got new and they don't know you unless you're marketing or that person that they bought through you, right? So it's like you constantly, in fact, even more probably in real estate, have to still be in front of those, even though it's trusted and people around know. But you know, you get a new class of people. You that still come got in turnover. And, I mean, yeah, there's still there's people the moving out. Yeah. We got Eastmark out there, Absolutely. which is you know tons of new people coming in that don't know our brand yeah. or our name. 
you know, and it's interesting because, you know, we talked earlier, like when you start real estate, a lot of times you're just shotgunning, right? You're taking whatever you can, wherever you can get it. And once you start going, well, I'm going to build a business too. You're still hunting. You're still doing all those other things. You're just, when you don't have a client or you have time, you're working a, a, a geographic area to start working that, to build your business there. And so we talk a lot in the class about how to pick that and all that, you know, don't choose it with emotions, you know, don't let your heart make the decision, make it a business decision. But really the difference is, is you know, when you think about open houses and, and calling and everything that we teach in real estate for new agents to do, you do all of that still. You just do it in a, in a focused area. That way there's residual value to all your marketing, your time spent. Otherwise you're out in Chandler, doing something and then that listing sells and all that marketing blows away. And then the next one and then and the next one, or they feel like they see your signs everywhere and one sells and then you have just listed, just sold and you have an open house. And then the next one, and they just keep seeing you, your presence in the community. And that's what people want. They want that trusted advisor. Technology is trying to get in between that right now, but at the same time, it's still a relationship transaction for most people. And I, and I say transaction, I hate using the word transaction, but the reality oh, of it is, is, it is. Um, you know, we, we've, we've been using the term now, like we're relationship-based technology enhanced. Like it's really, love that the relationship is what separates us. That's what Zillow and Opendoor and all those guys don't have is they don't have the relationship. <clears throat> but if you're not messaging your audience, whose fault is that? They've got the money to message your audience. And Absolutely. if you aren't sending the video or having the client event or talking to people like I got this when you're thinking about transacting, they know you're at the top of your game. And I love that you said trusted advisor. I think that's it's extra key as we go forward, extra key. I mean, you know, extremely important as we go forward is to be that trusted advisor in all aspects of this industry, right? Well, if you think about, we look back at 2018, right? We had some of the biggest tax law changes we've had in the history of, of the U.S. And I look at it going, well, if I had to go Google those and look at them and see how they affected me, um, how it changed my world, that's taking time and I don't really, I'm not very good at that. Or does my CPA call me or send me a video and say, hey, Kenny, I just wanted to let you know, holy cow, there's a ton of tax law changes. Hell, Watch I'm in this. the business. I am in the business. It's confusing. The great news is this is what I'm doing and I'm on top of all this. I got this. Now go sell some houses and when it's time, I'll let you know how they affect you. Or here's what we need Perfect. to strategize. Yep. He leads the conversation. Yep. And a lot of agents are reacting to the conversation today with technology or not getting the elephant out of the room. We know iBuyers are out there. Great. Let's understand them first, then be able to talk to the public. Because if you don't, it feels like you're hiding it. Absolutely. And this is just this market today. Short sale was before. People needed us more then than they did when the market was good. And so, like I said earlier with farming, the cool thing was is we had a newsletter it never changed. The newsletter never changed. The, the style of it, the, the right. look of it, the consistency. All that changed was the message Inside. in it. Yep. Hey, short sales, avoid foreclosure, know your options. We had a CPA and an attorney. We would teach classes in the community. Trusted, they needed us. Think about selling in today's market. If you were a homeowner, think about it, we're in the industry. If you were a homeowner, think about the confusion on selling in today's market. Oh gosh. Like all my agent, I see this open pad door, Zillow, Zillow yeah. Zoo. Yeah. Yeah. What's the yeah. zoo out there? You know, yeah, your yeah. Zillow open door. Like, yeah. what do I do? And then mm. I got, we buy ugly houses still and I still got this and I, and I got, and then all these things and you're like, or did I just get a message from my agent? Just letting them know that, holy cow, it's confusing out there. Even to myself, the great news is this is my one thing. And I've got all this information. You got all the and options. when you're ready, call me, we'll go over. You don't have to give out any of your personal information. You don't have to do anything. 
um, that they may sell and everything else. And so, and that's what we have to do is give them those options. So speaking of iBuyer, we're going to move on to that next week. So guys stay tuned. Uh, we want to ha- make sure you have a safe holiday weekend. We won't be yeah. back Monday, but we're going to see you Tuesday, but have a Absolutely. fun time. Enjoy with your families or if you're out there hustling, stay cool. We'll be back more with Kenny Klaus on Tuesday. Thanks to our sponsors, VIP Mortgage Alliance Property Inspections. We'll see you. See you. Bye. 